Welcome to Chicago Tabernacle, a place of becoming. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Please join us now as we hear a message from Pastor Toledo. So now this is our last, the last week of our Christmas series. And, um, uh, and, and I want to say once again, hello to New Life Tabernacle. God bless all of you. We're so excited that we could do this together. We love you. And um, the, the body of Christ is so beautiful and so wonderful. And we are family. And so thanks for joining in today. Merry Christmas to you. And may, um, may the word of the Lord really bless you today. Now for today's message, what I want to do is go right to the moment where um, Jesus was born and, and his birth was actually announced. In Luke chapter 2, I love this passage of Scripture. I'm going to tell you a couple of reasons why. But in Luke ta- chapter 2, there comes a moment where angels meet shepherds and they make, in a glorious way, light shines and they make this amazing announcement. In the past, it had been prophesied, but this was not a prophecy. This was an amazing announcement. The announcement was that the king of heaven had come to the earth. The king of kings and the Lord of lords was born. He was born in a barn, but he came to be, to identify with us, to be one of us, and to offer his life for us. And so there was this great Um, amazing announcement that took place 2,000 years ago. And let me tell you, one of the reasons why I love this passage is because I learned how to kind um, kind of do Christmas in my home through it. So I didn't grow up in a Christian home, and uh, my father-in-law, who's a pastor, taught me something. The first Christmas that I was able to do um, with Chrissy's family, uh, right before the presents were open, what they would do is they would read Luke chapter 2. They would read this whole story. And it was funny because um, our kids would fidget and they were like impatient, um, but they knew that they had to sit through it. And Papa, their grandfather, would read the passage and then there were questions that they would ask the kids, and the kids were like, you got to be kidding me. Let's get on with this thing because we want to get to the presence. And then finally, we would pray together. And I always, it was, it was just so funny to me to watch my kids um, waiting and anxious to, to, to get to the presence. And now fast forward, so I learned that, and we, we did that with our kids. And now fast forward, my kids have kids. And every year before we open the presents, we read Luke chapter 2. And as we go to read Luke chapter 2, what's so cool about it is that now the little kids, my grandchildren, are kind of anxious and they're in the same place. But my adult kids, they want it like this. And they want it this way because... Now they've grown and now they understand that we need to honor the coming of the Lord because if it wasn't for the coming of the Lord, we wouldn't be blessed. 
If it wasn't for the coming of the Lord, we wouldn't have the joy. We wouldn't have the peace. We wouldn't have the assurance of salvation. If Jesus didn't come, when we sit together around the Christmas table, it would be very, very different. And it's such a blessing to know that my kids know, and then one day, by the grace of God, my grandkids will know that. And you know what? We recognize that even material blessing, whatever material blessing is available to us, it all is there because of the goodness of God, because that night a Savior was born. All blessing comes from the Lord. And so we're going to be reading that passage of Scripture, but the title of today's message is Light Blesses. The light of Christ is different from the light of that, that, that shines from the sun. And the light that shines from the sun is good, it, it is a, a source of natural life, so to speak. But the light of Christ blesses. Why did Jesus come? Jesus came as the light of the world because he wanted to bless our lives. He wanted to, to uh, uh, make everything better. He wanted to secure eternity. He wanted to bless our days and bless our future and our children and our grandchildren. And so I want to read this passage of Scripture, but I want to do it in light of the fact that that night, as the, as the angels kind of turned on the heavenly lights for the shepherds, they were saying, listen, we bring good news. True blessing has come to the world, and today we are recipients of that true blessing. So let's read, and then let's pray. The Bible says, and there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid. I bring you good news, hallelujah, that will cause great joy like we just sang about. Great joy for all the people today in the town of David. A Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. And then suddenly, a great company of the heavenly hosts appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven and on earth, peace to those on whom his favor rests. And brothers and sisters, we are the blessed children of God because he came 2,000 years ago. And when those lights turned on and when the gospel was being released into the world, we today are recipients of that blessing that comes from Jesus coming. So come on, lift your hands with me right now. I want to celebrate to start. I want to celebrate the blessing of God. Lord, we thank you today. We thank you for coming into this world 2,000 years ago. We thank you, Lord, that when the angels announced your coming, Lord, it meant that our lives would be different. Our, our, our families would be different, Lord. Our future, our eternity, our present, everything about us would be different. Our children and our grandchildren would be blessed because of you. And we give you glory. Glory to God in the highest today, O oh God. 
We bless you and we thank you. And Lord, I pray for a fresh awareness and a fresh release of the blessing of God. God, I pray that somehow you would um, rekindle our understanding and our appreciation of what it meant when you came to the earth. So bless your people, no matter where they find themselves today. May there be a blessing released into every home right now. May there be a blessing released into every car, every office, no matter where your people find themselves. God, we thank you that the light of the gospel releases blessing. And Lord, we trust you to do this by your mighty power, by your Holy Spirit. In your mighty name we pray, in Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Now, the title of our, our message today is Light Blesses. But the reason that we say Light Blesses is because of the gospel. What the angels said is, I bring good news. And when the angels brought the, quote, good news, that's what we call the gospel. They were, they were saying that God was making an announcement of the eternal and present possibilities to every family, to every heart, to every life, to every person, no matter where they've been, no matter what they've done. There are these amazing eternal possibilities for you. Maybe you had a really ugly week. Maybe you've had a really ugly year. And part of the ugliness of it is because of your own doing. Can I tell you something? I've got good news for you. Jesus came to bless your life. Well, let me just stop for a second and talk about, about news because this has been a year that has been uh, really, really impacted by news. And... There was a Gallup poll that says that 38% of Americans, only 38% of Americans even trust the news. I was um, in an airport not too long ago, and uh, uh, an ad came on for CNN, and I believe this to be true about every news agency. So CNN did their, uh, a little commercial that said, news you can trust. And it was funny to me because every news agency says the same thing. Everyone, both sides, they're always saying news you can trust, news you can trust. And meanwhile, the Gallup poll says that most Americans don't trust the news. And the interesting thing about the news in general is that it's mostly bad news. Most of what's reported is really sad, bad news. It's kind of like rampant. And I, I came across a, a quote by a historian who said, for reasons I have never understood, people like to hear that the world is crumbling. Here's a, uh, I, I found this kind of funny, but it is kind of sad. So during the COVID crisis, one of the, um, some actor, his name is John Krasinski, he was like, the news is so bad, I want to do something different. And he started like his own, from his house, he started his own kind of home uh, media outlet, a news station called Some Good News. This was his logo. I thought it was so cool. 
And here's the way it went. So he started this YouTube series, and his focus was on good news. And he, it aired for eight episodes. And here's what happened. This kind of little uh, homespun uh, news agency got 72 million views and millions and millions of subscribers. It turns out that media... Um, um, uh, media agencies started to um, go into a bidding war. It turns out that, uh, that they sold this news channel, this homemade news channel to CBS. And the funny thing is, is ever since they bought it, there's been no more good news. Isn't that funny? If it was so successful, why wouldn't they put it on? And I want to give you a little piece of what that was like. Part of the way that I became aware of this is that um, one of the sisters in our church who happens to be a nurse, um, they posted something from her Instagram um, as a, an expression of good news. And uh, what John did is he would go around the world and find different little tidbits. So look at this from a, uh, he, he kind of um, secured a, an, a, I don't know, six year, a sixth grader to do some news from. Listen to this. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to Some Good News Apartment Edition. My name is Sanam Govind. We have been in shelter in place since March 15th. It's been a long time since I've seen my friends or gone to school. But I've got to say, it's not actually that bad. I wouldn't mind remote schooling all the time. The news, however, is often sad, and we talk about it a lot at the dinner table. Things are tough right now, but it's important to share some good news. So let's go take a look. Here's some good news from New York. Meals for all. The last day of school for us was March 13th, but many school buildings still stayed open so that kids could get breakfast and lunch. Now, anyone who needs a meal can get one, so I hope they keep this up. Also, virtual field trips. The Department of Education canceled spring break for everyone. Boo! But the good news is that at my school, the principal said that we would take spring break week to do virtual field trips. I don't know what that means, but it sounds easy. Well, that's it for some good news. Amen. <laughs> I wish we could all clap. How many would agree that it's good to focus on some good news? I hope you're focusing on some good news but as a Christian, let me tell you about the best news, the news that comes from the gospel, so that we could keep on celebrating the goodness of God. So the best news is the news that comes, that was released that night from the angels, because they declared, we have good news of great joy. That's what we call the gospel. And it's the reason that we are so blessed. It's the reason that the light, that, that the light of God, can, we can declare that it's a blessing to us. So here's what the good news is. Ready? Christ came to save us from sin and death by providing three things. Number one, peace with God. When Christ came, when he was born that night, 
He came so that you and I could have peace with God. No matter where we've been, no matter what we've done, marriages can have a new start. Hearts can have a new start. X everything. We can become an X no matter how ugly your past was. We can have peace with God, which releases the guilt and the shame of the days of the past. There is peace with God, and then we can have the peace of God. That's part of the good news. Then joy in our days. Jesus came to save us from sin and death, and then he wants to provide joy in our days. We were singing about the joy of the Lord. God wants to release joy into our hearts no matter what's happening. If we look past, if we can look above the hardships of our times, and we can lock in and look at the light of the world, brothers and sisters, God wants to release fresh joy. And lastly, favor on our lives. God is able to provide his favor. One of the amazing things that has uh, um, been part of the COVID journey is all of the testimonies. Yes, there's been a lot of hardship. Yes, there's been a lot of loss. But there have been so many testimonies of the provision, the supernatural provision and blessing of God upon his children. He's able to do it. And by the way, this is not just some good news. This is the real good news, that we have the gospel and that God wants to bless us. And let me tell you why the gospel is still powerful. The good news is still powerful today. It's because we can know that we know that God doesn't change. Let me walk you through this very quickly. Here's some of the verses in the scriptures. The Bible says, because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed for his compassions never fail. They are new every morning. The mercy of God is new every morning. That's good news because God doesn't change. Great is his faithfulness. Here's another one. Uh, it's in Malachi 3.6. God says, I, the Lord, do not change. So you, the descendants of Jacob, are not destroyed. God, why did Jesus come? Jesus came to forgive. Jesus came to heal. Jesus came to restore. That's why we could celebrate. That's the good news that's available to us. God never changes. Look at Hebrews. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He does not change. We change, but he doesn't change. And then here's the last one. In James, it says, every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of heavenly lights, of heavenly lights, who does not change like shifting shadows. The Lord never changes, and his desire is to bless our lives, and that is good news. Now, I just want to say a couple things about how light blesses us. And it's important for us to know that we are blessed. Light blesses us through the good news. It's, it's through the gospel that that happens. And when that gospel is released into our lives, even in the midst of the madness, even in the midst of the craziness, it means that today, and by the way, when we were worshiping, I was just praying, Lord, let someone get a hold of the blessing of the good news today. Let a marriage that's struggling get the peace that is needed. 
Why did Jesus come? Jesus came to bring the peace that surpasses all understanding. Just this past week, I spoke with a couple of different people. And let me give you just a little sample. So I spoke with one person who, have, who has had years of exposure to the church. And somewhere along the way, they actually gave their heart to the Lord. But they were not really serving the Lord and actually got in a, on the wrong side of things with the Lord and weren't really living for the Lord. And then all of a sudden, at a moment in time, the Lord again, after many times, reached out. Maybe as you're listening, God has been reaching out. God has been knocking. Yes, you know the Lord. Maybe you even prayed the sinner's prayer, but you haven't been serving the Lord. And here's what they said. The Lord just reached out to me, and I actually turned to him. And I turned away from, from my own way. And when I turned away, I just can't believe how God is answering my prayers. I can't believe the peace I feel. I can't believe the joy I feel. Do you know God wants to do that right now for you today? God wants to move by his mighty power, no matter where you've been, no matter what you've done. And he wants to bring peace and he wants to bring joy. I was talking to another friend I, this was so cool, and uh, this is someone kind of closer to my age, and, and uh, they need to, uh, they, they knew that they kind of needed to move, it's a long story, and they started to pray about it, and this person, I have a deep admiration for their faith, because their faith is so focused, you'll probably hear me preach about this at a later time, but their faith is so focused, and what they did is they started to drive and go for walks and pray about what they're supposed to do. And he stopped at a home and he looked at the home and he said, Lord, I don't know what you want us to do or where you want us to go. But Lord, I would really love a home just like that one. And he went on. Then weeks went by and he went back to that home and he said, Lord, I really would like a home just like that one. And then he went there with his wife and, and he talked to his wife and said, shouldn't we have a, and guess what they did? They put a note in the mailbox and said, hey, if you're interested in selling your home, and can I tell you something? To this day, right now, they're in that home. And you know why? It's because God loves to bless his children. He loves to bring us joy. He loves to show us favor. God wants to show us favor in the midst of a COVID crisis, in the midst of this pandemic, in the midst of this hardship. We can reach out to him and say, he's such a good, good father. What are you expecting from God today? You know what you should expect? You should expect all of the blessings of the good news. Sometimes Christians, what happens to them is they think that they get blessed by the good news. They give their heart to the Lord. And then the blessing of the good news is a one-time experience. But can I tell you today, the word of the Lord is God wants to grow the blessings of the gospel in your life on a greater and greater scale. More peace. Everybody say more peace. Say more peace in your house. Ready? More peace. Then say more joy. More joy and more favor. That's what God wants to do for his children. And we can believe him. We can believe him. We don't have to say, you know what? I got saved and I remember the joy that I had. I remember all the wonderful things that God did. The good news is still good news. It hasn't evaporated. 
if uh, I could get um, the musicians to come. I've been thinking about this. I've been thinking about this moment and us praying. I wish that we could be together. But even though we can't be together, we can still pray together. We can touch and agree. And my prayer is that, that not one child of God would miss out on the power of the coming of the Lord. I want to pray today because, because perhaps there are, are uh, um, marriages that what you need is you need a release of the blessing that is provided by the gospel, which is peace, joy, and favor. I want to pray for someone who maybe finds themselves alone today, and maybe it's been a hard season, but we're going to touch and agree. And God, from his mighty throne, he's going to release a peace that surpasses all understanding. He's going to, he's going to put a favor on your life. Can you believe that? Can we touch and agree on that? He's going to put a favor on your life, and he's going to open up doors for relationships and for you to serve and be a blessing to someone else. We are the children of God, and the good news is still good news because we can keep on being blessed by the good news. Yes, this Christmas may look very, very different. This Christmas, because of the COVID season, it might look very, very different. But don't you think, don't you think that when the when the wise men went to that manger, that stinky manger, smelled like animals. Don't you think that there was something amazing about the presence of God there? Don't you think that on that night, as they worshiped, that there was like overwhelming peace and joy? Don't you think that they walked away from that place feeling like, I can't believe that I got to see the Savior of the world. Well, can I tell you, it's the same right here and right now. God wants to do something special when you pray over the meal this Christmas. God wants to do something special but when you go to open up uh, whatever he provides, whatever gift it is, the Lord wants to do something special. He wants to pour out his peace and his joy and he wants to put such a hope because we're living under the favor of God so look I still have a little bit more preaching to do but I want to stop right here and right now make your house a place where you give glory to God lift your hands with me right now even if you were just done the worst things on the planet forget about all of that Hallelujah, the good news is Jesus came to save. Lift your hands, open your heart to the Lord today. We can't see each other, but He can see us. He's right there with us, hallelujah. We have the Holy Spirit to go and visit each and every one of us. Come on, before we pray, let's just worship Him. Hallelujah, Jesus. Your glory shines around And I'll fall face down As your glory 
together here's what I want you to do I want you to just let's come on let's touch and agree the Spirit of God is visiting every home that's listening right now God we touch and agree in the name of Jesus Lord would you release your peace to people who might be struggling with fear or worry or doubt oh God God we come against anxiety let it be blasted away by the power of your peace let marriages receive peace in the name of Jesus. Let relationships and friendships, oh God, let families receive peace in the name of Jesus. God, I pray for a revelation of who you are, Lord, to baptize your people with joy unspeakable and full of glory, oh God. Hallelujah, yes, Lord. We pause together as your children and we turn our hearts to your glorious throne. We praise you because you're not a baby anymore. You're the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. You are high and lifted up, oh God. And we thank you. And Father, I pray for the faith, the joy, the hope that comes from knowing that your favor is upon us. May your favor be upon our children, upon our grandchildren. God, may your favor be upon students. May your favor, oh God, be upon families. Oh Lord, marriages. Lord, the elderly guide by your mighty power. 
We receive the blessings of the good news. And we know that this is real and true and powerful, oh God. So we thank you. Hallelujah. Come on, let's sing that to the Lord one more time. Hallelujah. And I'll you reach out to the Lord this Christmas and make it an amazing Christmas week those who look to him will never be put to shame let worship go up in your house let 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 the Word of God be read around the tree little is much when God is in it it's so much when the Lord is there it's so good when the Lord is there and the good news, the good news is an assurance to us that he wants to be there. He wants to be our peace. He wants to be our joy. He wants to let us know that his favor is upon us and the days ahead. Surely goodness and mercy are following us and we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Hallelujah. Amen. But let me leave you with this. So light Light blesses us through the good news. And here's, here's the last kind of quick exhortation. Light also makes us a blessing through the good news. If you want to be a blessing to someone, well, guess what? The greatest blessing ever is for someone to receive the good news. In New York, share the good news. The way we shine our light is we stop and we tell people, you want the best gift for Christmas? Well, guess what? There's a peace available to you that surpasses all understanding. There's a joy for your days that goes way beyond your circumstances. There's a favor that can be upon your life that makes absolutely no sense except that you will look up and just praise Jesus. That's why Christmas is so special and that's why Jesus is so different. 
Share the gospel with someone this Christmas. Take the time to tell someone. People need the gospel right now. In the hardship, in the craziness, people need to hear the good news. Can I tell you, I was, I was thinking about this. One of the most powerful and effective, not just witnessing tools, but counseling tools that I've ever experienced in, in, in now coming on, growing on 30 years of ministry. Can I tell you, there's something amazing when you actually show someone what the Bible says. Show someone, open your Bible on your phone, show someone what happened that night. Explain to someone the good news. Can I tell you, when someone reads it for themselves and you say, you see that? That was for you. Explosive blessing is released by the power of the authority of the Word of God. So I want to encourage you today, everyone, no matter how old you are, no matter where you find yourself, text someone the good news. Call someone and share the good news. If, you, if you're quarantined, you could still share the good news no matter what. This is a time for the people of God to share the gospel, the good news. A lot of, we, we have all of these banners that say Jesus is the reason for the season. Well, today, you should walk away from this message with not just that banner, but the true reason, a true understanding an ability to actually explain why he's the reason for the season because only in Christ can you have the peace with God and the peace of God. If Christ did not come, if he did not pay the price for our sin, there would be no way that we could have peace with God. Christ is the source of joy. Christ is the one who is able. He's the sovereign king. He's over all things. He's the one who's able to put favor upon our lives. And so as we go to close, number one, God wants to make you a blessing. Please, stop for a second. Don't let this message end and you don't stop and think about somebody that you're going to share the good news with. Imagine what this Christmas would be like if Christians just stopped and said, I'm, I'm targeting three people and I'm going to go and share the good news. And as we go to close, let me just say this. Maybe you're watching today. And you've heard about God, you know about God, but the good news is not personal to you. Jesus came to the earth. He went to the cross sinless. He was the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. He was completely innocent. He went to the cross for this very moment. So that as time has marched on in every age, people would have the opportunity to receive the love and blessing that God desires for them. It starts by accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. To, to be blessed by the gospel, to be blessed by the good news, it's simple. You have to just acknowledge that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, that he really was the Son of God, and that he really did pay the price for our sin. You realize there's no religion, there's no philosophy that addresses the sin issue of every individual on the planet except 
what Christ did. He did it so that today, this moment, you could start a personal relationship with him. I met the Lord on a baseball field. The Lord was calling me and knocking at the door of my heart. And one day, at a moment in time, I started a relationship with Jesus on a baseball field. Everyone's story is different. And wouldn't it, wouldn't it be different? Wouldn't it make sense that if there's a God who loves us and he's a personal God, that he would be a personal God? Not that we would just kind of like we joined a community or we joined a group. I mean, wouldn't that be disappointing? But we don't have to believe that because you don't join a church, you don't join an organization. You start a relationship with Jesus. He knocks on the door of your heart. And I believe right now he's knocking on someone's door. And he wants to bless you beyond anything that you could even understand. See, look, we could, we could spend weeks talking about the favor of God. You have no idea how God wants to bless your future. But it all begins by you knowing that he has secured your eternity. How does a person get to heaven? Who gets to heaven? Good people or bad people? I've got news for you. Neither. Only forgiven people. And how can you be forgiven? We're forgiven because Jesus was innocent. The Bible says, he who knew no sin became sin so that we might become the righteousness of God. And right now as I'm talking, I know that the Holy Spirit, which is Jesus, is knocking on someone's heart. That's not just persuasive words. That's the Holy Spirit of God. And he's saying, open the door, put your faith in me, and let me into your heart. And if that's you, I want to lead you in a prayer. It's plain and simple. This prayer is you inviting him in. So come on, no matter where you find yourself, if you're a Christian or not, we're going to all pray this together. And I want to encourage you to lift your hands. But if that's you, if you've never started a personal relationship, but you do want to, you feel the Lord knocking at the door of your heart and you want to open the door and let him in. This is the moment I'm going to lead you in a prayer. God is going to hear the faith of your heart. Whether you're in New York, whether someone from New Life Tabernacle told you about this service, whether you're in Chicago or Portland, Oregon or Missouri or, or Texas, wherever you find yourself, you could be in France. The Spirit of God is there. And he's knocking. So just repeat after me. And as, as I lead you in this prayer, God is going to come. You will be born again by the Spirit of the living God. So let's pray together. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this day. I thank you for this Christmas season. Because I understand now. Jesus, that you really are the reason for the season. I understand now that you came to this earth for the sake of paying the price for my sin. Thank you, Lord, for living a sinless life and for allowing yourself to be crucified. God, when you shed that blood, when you gave your life, 
you made it possible for me to be forgiven and set free. So Lord, wash me with that blood right now. I turn away from my past. I open up the door of my heart and I invite you in. Jesus, sit on the throne of my heart and be my king and my savior, my Lord and my friend. Thank you for receiving me even as I receive you. Amen and amen. Praise be to the living God. Come on, clap right where you are. Praise be to the living God. We are just rejoicing for every person who accepted Jesus as Lord and Savior. I want to congratulate you. The Bible says that every time just one person accepts Jesus, praise that prayer that you just prayed. The Bible says that all of the angels in heaven rejoice. And there's a great celebration taking place in heaven just because of the decision that you made. We want to encourage you, please please. There's a number at the bottom of the screen. Would you text? Because we want to send you a gift. That gift is a, it's going to be a box that, that uh, has a Bible in it and some kind of helpful instruction to help you start your new relationship with God. We are so excited. Congratulations. You're a child of God. He's so good. He's so faithful. Everyone, wherever you are, stand up to your feet. We're going to worship God one more time before we go. He's worthy to be praised. Come on, let's praise the Savior. Let's praise the one who shares the blessing of life with us. The light of God blesses us. Hallelujah. And now sister, for every child that, have, that has just accepted you as Lord and Savior. God, we pray, Lord, for um, just supernatural support to come around them, to help them with their new walk with you. God, we pray for your blessings upon every home that's hearing this message. Make this week such a blessed and supernatural week. A week of peace, a week of joy, and a week of favor. We thank you, and we praise you, and we love you for all of these things. In the mighty name of Jesus, and everyone said aloud, amen and amen.